The following program is pre-recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Lotus Radio's weekly public service show, In-Depth. To have your nonprofit featured, email PSA at lotusradio.com. Summer in northern Nevada continues with some pretty outstanding events, and we're thrilled to have back on with us from Cordillera International Film Festival. It is the executive director, Emily Skyle Golden. And of course, we are getting excited because the Cordillera International Film Festival is just around the corner. It gets underway on August 28th and it runs through August 1st. And it's kind of under the umbrella of Art Town. Emily is here this morning to talk a little bit more about the festival, what you can expect. And the joy of having this incredible film festival in Northern Nevada. Emily, first of all, I want to say congratulations because you have been given a title that is pretty spectacular. You're one of the top 100 film festivals in the world. That's right here in Northern Nevada. So congratulations. <laughs> Talk to me about how you get that status. So Film Freeway is kind of like the LinkedIn plus MySpace, Facebook, Instagram, all combined for the film industry for film festivals. And um, we're, we're a young festival. So to become a top 100 um, best reviewed, that is based on programming, the filmmakers, feedback, reviews on the overall experience and your reputation. So all of that combined uh, takes us in the top 1% of over 10,000 in the world. And it was a kind of a 10-year goal for us. And this is our coming on our fifth year. So very exciting. What do you think is the draw for Cordillera? I mean, I have gone to the film festival and what I enjoy most about it is for me, you expose us to so many things outside of just a feature film. There are so many categories that you bring in for a film festival. So what I feel is that you are exposing people to everything in regards to filmmaking, a video, an animated short film, a short film, a feature film. You showcase it all. Yeah, we kind of, our theme is enjoy one, enjoy all, and the hashtag film for all, right? We want to have something that, if you're like, mm, I don't really like independent film, I don't want to watch a movie where a tumbleweed goes across the desert for 20 minutes and I'm supposed to have had some emoting experience. <laughs> and and some film is beautiful like that. That That's a type of art in film. But what we want is also somebody that's like, you know, I like a little uh, ranch comedy or whatever it may be, we've got that soundbite. We've got that film. So we do a lot of shorts programming because I think it gives somebody a little way to dip a toe. You know, they buy a $12 mm -hmm. ticket to one of our short film blocks. They're called blended blocks. And you've got a small documentary, a short animation, a drama that may make you cry with subtitles and a comedy that will make you die laughing. We even have thrills and chills for people who like, we have a programming block called thrills and chills, which are a little scary, which I never thought it was my thing, but I'm like, oh, these are brilliant. These are so beautifully done. Don't it's you think that uh, scary movies, horror films today are just over the top with creativity? Yes. I mean, I always, I was always a suspense person, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't like blood and guts, yeah. but I like suspense, right? You know, Silence of the Lambs. <sighs> Psycho. Those kind of movies were what I uh, just was drawn to as a kid. Yep. But I see films now like uh, Peel, who is just an amazing creator. Oh, Jordan, of, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jordan Peel is just phenomenal when it comes to, to horror movies. But that's what you're getting is this like little picture of what it's like in all these different genres of filmmaking from the Cordillera International Film Festival. I also want to talk about the people that you bring in because you do a lot 
lot of panels where people have an opportunity to meet and interact with those that are working professionally in the film industry. Yeah, to me, one of the most exciting events that we have for film lovers. Now, a lot of what we do is, you know, a panel on filmmaking. But if you're just a fan of movies, on Friday morning, we have the equivalent of a Comic-Con, except that you pay a $12 or $15 ticket and you will get to sit in front of, it's like speed dating, except you can't give out your phone number or hit on anyone. <laughs> um, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it happens. <laughs> but you sit across from these legends, these icons, these people that made the films that formed your childhood or inspire you today. And you get to sit across from them in a speed networking, a one-on-one meet and greet for five minutes we ding the bell and you go to the next person. So if for someone who's shy, who isn't comfortable, if you can do that moment, you can spend the rest of the weekend with us. And guess what? If you see your idol, you can finish a conversation with them. I mean, what an, everyone on our grand jury knows that when they come to Cordillera, there is no VIP in the sense that we honor and respect them and we treat them like, like the amazing humans they are. But they also, they're there to be mentors. We don't have a budget. We're not mm-hmm. spending, you know, a gazillion dollars to bring in these big people. They're coming because they want to support emerging voices and they want to talk to people who love movies. And we create this magical environment. A lot of people say it's like going to a summer camp. You're like, oh, I didn't know if I'd like it. I thought it might be hot. It might be. And then you leave like, can I go back next year? Absolutely. And that's that's this beautiful world. And that's what's made us a top 100 in that sense. I think the other thing that I enjoy so much is that you're exposing, you have so many people in the film industry that are getting into the filmmaking, whether it be writing or directing or acting that are here in Northern Nevada. So if you are one of those people, you can sit down with people that are working in the business, being successful now and the world is changing and the joy is you have a successful film festival running out of Reno you are working with people that are filmmakers in northern Nevada that are making a living you don't have to only be in New York or Chicago or LA anymore that's what you're also getting exposed to is individuals that are like yeah I I do most of my filmmaking out of Arizona or I I travel but uh, my home base is Texas you meet these filmmakers it's not how it used to be. You can be a filmmaker in your own town and be successful. Yeah. If you have a story to tell, you have, we can find a way to get that for you. And one of the most, another magical part is we have what we call, it's $175,000 pitch fest competition. So you're sitting in front of some of the biggest names in the industry the you know, the people, the Hunt Lowry with Last of the Mohicans and Dances with Wolves and Mikhail Solomon, who is backdraft and far and away. These, these human beings last year and, and will have incredible as well this year sat across from a young woman who wasn't even someone who submitted officially for Pitch Fest. We do what's called a wild card drawing. She was sitting in the audience and had an idea. Her name was randomly drawn out of the bin she had three minutes to pitch this story and Hunt Lowry, last of the Mohicans, is, she won our pitch fest and last year it was a $100,000 package. That's so a $175,000 package uh, courtesy of Panavision and Company 3, uh, two incredible companies, the best of the best in the world. And it, changed, it can change your life. And we're giving that opportunity to locals, but also emerging voices. Uh, it, it's an incredible opportunity happening here in Reno, 
Tahoe, and Sparks. Again, if you want to find out the schedule, July 28th through August 1st, go to their website at CIFFNV.org. I know we talk about the film festival. Obviously, this is the biggest event for you, but you're also part of so many different things. Uh, Movies in the Park, which is going on right now every Friday night for Art Town, but you're also creating a movement in Nevada for filmmakers where you're showcasing Nevada as a place to come and make movies. Talk about that and the impact it's having on the economy of where we live. Yeah, film can make a profound impact on on economy. There's an example in Nevada, the state of Nevada, a television series, one series that brought in 29,000 hotel rooms, 83,000 meals, um, nine point something million dollars in local wages to over 40 vendors. So these are impressive numbers. Um, I personally worked on a project uh, that was uh, starred Jeremy Renner. It was a Disney Plus project and it was the first television series to be based in this region since Bonanza. Now we've had one-off episodes and and, and those have been magic, uh, but we're definitely growing. We've had Hallmark movies here, Feliz Navidad. We had Wolverine shot, Maverick shot. Uh, people don't even understand Nomadland. I mean, we have Oscar contenders that are filming here and it's super exciting. What do you think that it says to... A, a, a state. I mean, for us, I feel like this. This is like wow. We're we're on the map for coming out and making great movies. You you brought up Maverick, which a lot of that was shot out in Fallon at yes. the airbase and Tahoe, yeah, and up in Tahoe. And a lot of people, I didn't know or heard. I heard nothing. Yeah, we no have to sign an NDA. Yeah, you know of, of this even going on. And uh, I remember at one point someone had said. I heard that they're doing some of the scenes out in Fallon. And I thought, okay. But then when you go and see the movie, you realize they were all over Nevada. Yes, absolutely. And you have to, when with the Film Nevada Initiative and the projects that we bring in, we are on tight NDAs. We're not allowed to discuss anything. Uh, the television series I was on, I couldn't even, I would post on my own personal Facebook page, like, we need, and I couldn't tell you. I'm like, just trust me, you really want to do this project, I promise, you know? <laughs> but I couldn't tell anybody what the project was. And yet... Uh, I, I would walk out and there'd be like a news station interviewing some miscellaneous human that knew about it. So, but the NDAs are tight. For for you as the creator of Cordillera Film Festival, you, you you know you mentioned this that your goal was to become a top rated film festival within the ten year span. You've been here five years, right? Yeah, this will be our fifth year. Fifth year. What was it like in the beginning? I mean, were you feeling like, hey, this is a real opportunity to put Northern Nevada on the map, or was it more like, gosh, I I just love film so much, I want to bring it here? What was the driving force for you to start Cordillera? I think I had experience and had been consulting with film festivals because of uh, a former partnership. And uh, when I came to this region and saw how amazing the filming locations were and what the process was and how affordable it could be to shoot here, uh, the best way to shine a light on that is with a film festival because you're bringing in all these emerging and these big players in the industry, these legends, these icons, plus the people just starting out and they can fall in love with your city. They'll come back and film there. And then they've got the budget to help bring up the other filmmakers. And also there was a, a, a healthy a healthy film community that already existed. And so uh, just coming together, I think my goal was to get filmmaking happening here. And Cordillera was the result of that because I already loved film festivals. And I knew that it was the easiest vehicle to start growing the community faster. That's why we came up with a name, the Cordillera. It's the American Cordillera. It's the Cordillera Mountain Range 
literally and figuratively connects North and South America. Uh, the big base of it is the American Cordillera in the Sierra Nevada. And I wanted my film festival or our film festival, so many people are part of it now, uh, to be the backbone of the film community. So that's, I guess, how we started. I feel very lucky that I've had an opportunity to work with you on some projects and different things that you've done. And I want to highlight some of those. We're talking with Emily Skyle Golden, who is the executive director for the Cordillera International Film Festival. Two projects I worked on with you. Number one was Ten Syllables, yes. which was a brilliant movie, you know, a, a short film that yes. you wrote and directed and produced here in Northern Nevada. Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing experience because you, you mentioned this before, that the joy of working in Northern Nevada, as opposed to some of these bigger cities, you know, you do an all call in a, in LA and like, no one's going to come like yeah. maybe six people, because they don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're going to bitch the whole time they're there. It's mm-hmm. not, but here people want to engage. They want to have a good time. They want to be a part of the film community. And I was just blown away at how easy it was to shoot. I mean, we were shooting right along the Truckee River in this yeah. beautiful building and, uh, you know, road closures were easy, permits were easy, and tapping into the incredible film crew that you had here, professional oh, filmmakers. Amazing. Tyler Bournes, I've worked with Mark Carey, I've worked with Al Polito. I mean, just some really amazing teams um, because I'm a director and I'm a writer, but I, I, I was one of those directors that was arrogant and was like, oh, I can make a movie without actually handling cameras. Now I much, much significantly more knowledgeable on lenses and lighting and all of the other aspects of it. Um, But yeah, I was able to get amazing support. And you took that film to France. Yeah, we we world premiered. Um, We were one of seven narrative films at the Emerging Filmmaker Showcase at the American Pavilion at Cannes, which is one of the world's most prestigious film festivals. It was an incredible experience and definitely changed my life and and made it a little easier the next time to get someone to work with me. (laughs) The other thing I have enjoyed working with you is you do a great program where you invite kids to be a part yes. of learning about the filmmaking industry. They literally get to come out and make their own movie. And my daughter had an experience to do this as well. And she worked with a producer who had been a cameraman and producer for a Disney Plus show. He was he did Amazing Race for 16 seasons. So she's like working with an actual person yep. that is involved in the film industry, this is your almost like a gift, I feel, that you're giving to the kids in our community that, yeah, you can be a filmmaker. Yeah, I think um, I was raised in a very small, um, very small place outside of Anchorage, Alaska. And I was a a little chubby kid in the middle of nowhere. And and I think that if I would have had a future, it's called the Future Filmmakers Foundation. And I think I wouldn't have started in my 30s to make film. I think I could have started younger if I would have been given art and the opportunity and be and and told you have a voice. And I think on a film set, the power of Future Filmmakers Foundation is every kid has a gift. It doesn't matter if you're athletic. It doesn't matter if you want to be an actress. Maybe you love makeup. Maybe you're good with your hands building sets. Every kid on a film set has a gift. And there are very few things in this world where everyone involved can feel special and important and feel heard. I have a production company, A Story Media, and one of our videographers, her and I were working together with the kids, and it was so fun. 
she was showing them how to work the camera, how to get the shot, and to see their creativity. It was like watching a spark happen right in front of you. Yep. How they would say, well, what if we turn the camera this way? Or what if we move the prop this way? Or we set the actors up this way? And it was literally the kids were directing, they mm-hmm. were acting, they were producing, they were learning how to set up shots on cameras. And a lot of these kids also may never have had this opportunity. And going back to what you said about growing up in this small town, if you're not exposed at an early age, how do you know what your passion is or how do you know how far you can go? Right. And I remember just talking to our little group of kids afterwards when the the film was finally put together and then you do a full premiere for the kids and yeah. you show they get what, a red carpet premiere on the big screen and all of this is free by the way unbelievable yeah we sponsor a hundred plus children a year families don't pay money to go see the films children don't spend money to be involved it is a hundred percent sponsored it's currently sponsored by my husband and I but we are seeking sponsors <laughs> how, so that we can grow how do people become a supporter of the Cordillera International Film Festival because you do so much right you're doing movies in the park you're bringing the future filmmakers program to kids and then you're exposing the world to the to northern nevada through the cordillera international film festival how can people either volunteer or be a part of this continued growth yeah we're we're basically a hundred percent volunteer i i don't make a single penny uh we we do everything and we anything we bring in we immediately put back into the community and i'm totally comfortable doing that for a decade until we're until we're a beast of a machine but the support helps us keep thriving and you can head to our website ciffnv.org you have a chance to be a benefactor maybe you have a business that wants to serve a meal to the kids or serve a meal to our vips in the in the filmmakers lounge uh, you can sponsor a filmmaker help bring them here. And with that, you get to attend the the private filmmaker reception. You get to meet your filmmaker. So a lot of really incredible ways to support us. And it's all on the website and volunteers. We need about two, about 200 shifts need to be filled just for our five day festival. And that does not include movies in the park and village ranchera and the art walk on every third, the third Thursdays in sparks, all of these movies events. And by the way, all of them, all of those outside events are free. We charge nothing to the community and nothing to the people participating. Um, Those are all things we need volunteers for. And you can find out how to sign up on our website. I think the other thing that is so great about this film festival is the artistry that you get exposed to. You know, you mentioned that there's all kinds of films for you to enjoy throughout the film festival, even music videos. And if you're like a music (laughs) video person and that's more what you want to see. But the artistry, like last year, I had the opportunity to judge, to be one of the judges for the music video category. And I was just absolutely blown away by the creative level of something visually I'd never seen before. You know, whether it was shooting at different angles or telling a, a story from beginning to end in a in a music video is very powerful. Yeah. And I was just absolutely taken a, a, away by the the ability and creativity of some of these filmmakers for just you know just a short film. It blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> some we and I think people get surprised at how many celebrities do short films. We have a, a, a film right now, I, I think we have 18 or 19 short films that have recognizable names in them. Uh, Kevin Bacon. I mean, it's just, it's silly. It, it blows your mind. You're like, wait a minute, is that Kevin Bacon in a short film? Yes. Yes, it is. Because 
these artists, they want to create, they want to create their own content and making anyone can pick up a phone now and start to tell a story. And so it provides this really magic and inspiring environment for a film. I think it's also brilliant to see these, like you were saying, the Kevin Bacons or the bigger stars, how they kind of like go back to their roots. Yes. You know, they, they recognize where they came from and that they want to inspire others. Like they had an opportunity given to them and they want to pass that opportunity on to the next generation of filmmakers. That's what I think is really unique about the film festival is you get a, a, a real look at, especially when you, like if you attend some of the events where you're talking with the filmmakers yeah. and the actors, like you said, they really do want to be here because they're passionate about yeah. Yep. And they want to continue that on. And I would say with the uh, improvement of cameras and technology today, it's getting better and better every single day. Yes, and affordable. It's affordable to make a film. Our opening night film is Patton Oswalt. The director is a young, uh, this young guy that wrote and stars in it. Um, and then Patton gives this brilliant, it's our opening night film. And when you think independent film, you generally don't think celebrity. But... Uh, but they're filled with them. We have a film that looks like a two or $300 million special effects film that is our late night film on Friday night called Freaks Out. So if you like uh, genre style films, that's a little edgy, a little comedy, a little bit of action, thriller. It's kind of an anti-superhero. There's They kill Nazis. I mean, it is not a subtle film by any means, <laughs> but it's it's genius. The, the You look at it and I'm like, this would go against any Marvel movie when it comes to special effects. Wow. And it's an independent film. It's from Italy. It's I, incredible. I, I have to say that even the iPhone has utilized the fact that you can make a movie from your iPhone. They're using that in their ads now. Yep. They're promoting <laughs> like, hey, this short film or this video was made on an iPhone. You know, going back to what you said, when we were growing up, we didn't have that kind of access, right? Mm -mm. We, you had big cameras and it seemed <laughs> impossible when you were looking at like a Steven Spielberg or a, a George Lucas. That's how you thought films were made. And today you're seeing incredible visionary far beyond uh, creativity level all made from a phone so people are getting in, in, inventive you have editing tools now that you can get on your computer yep. it's like it's not like a secret world anymore no it's it's a lot more approachable and i think for people i always tell everyone that says like cuz i started i'm old to get into this field woman, but I am in this industry and I travel. I've now traveled the world. I've been featured at over, I think, threes and 300 something festivals. And when I go, a lot of the times when I'm participating in the Q&A, like some of these directors could be my kid if I was like super flirty in junior high, right? Like I am not a young chicken in this. And, and the truth of the matter is, is that I could just start because it's affordable. It's approachable and the tools are there. So it doesn't matter how old you are or what your financial situation is. I mean, I was making $35 a show doing comedy when I decided, to, you know, I'm, like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to go after it. So I think it doesn't matter where you are, who you are and where you're from, what the color of your skin is, the age, um, uh, your sexual orientation. You have a platform and a voice. And if you have a story, shoot that story. That's what I think when I think back to your future filmmakers program and when we were working with the kids, 
I mean, they have a short period of time to yes. write, write a concept and a story and an idea, mm-hmm. and then they work together to put it all together, and then you shoot it. You create their idea and their concept. They're working with these professional filmmakers. They have people in the business kind of helping them do yes. everything. But the fact that they could come up and write and do it all so quickly within that that day of mm-hmm. us being with them, that was what was so awesome to see, was yeah. just to see the spark in them and the light go off in them. And collaborating, many of them, you know, you put them in a group and they don't know, many of them don't know one another. Yep. They're just like thrown together. And within that time period, they are able to come up with an idea, a concept, write a movie, script it out, find the actors to do it, and then have the people behind the camera themselves, kids, film the whole thing and I just think it's really awesome that they have that opportunity because it says so much whether or not they they decide that the film industry is where they want to go right you're also showing them and teaching them your ideas and concepts matter and you can create what you want yeah the 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 slug line if you will of Cordillera is collaborate create and inspire and when we do future filmmakers foundations whether it's and board meetings and the festival as a whole we we foster the yes and environment. I was with Second City and IO in Chicago for well over a decade and yes and in the improv world, meaning if I'm on set and someone gives a suggestion, my answer is yes and, and then I add to what they say. Nobody says no. Nobody, nobody frowns on an idea. You accept and you move forward. And that's a lot of the reason why those kids are able to get that idea and go, yes, that's great. And they move forward. And it sounds ridiculous and it sounds fantasy, but you do that in a room full of kids and within 20 minutes, you watch, you can literally feel confidence increase. And that's the magic of a film set. You go on a film set and everybody has that gift. You respect it's their gift. And that confidence and creation comes very quickly. Whereas in a lot of business worlds, it's no, I want credit for this or no, that's, yeah, I heard what you had to say, but you know, so it's, it's just this really positive, gorgeous environment. And it's also positive and gorgeous for adults. Like I, we know people that are part of the Cordillera Film Festival that have written scripts that have now been picked up. And (laughs) so you're, you're just thinking, wow, these are people that had an idea. You know, I, uh, we have a a good friend of ours, uh, Jackie Shelton, who who is on your board, correct? Yes, she is. And I remember being at a reading at her house for an idea that she had. And then now that's like been picked up. And yeah, so she's a filmmaker now. Right. She went from an idea to to a filmmaker, to an actual filmmaker here because of that exposure and experience that she had with Cordillera. And that's why I encourage individuals to find, you know, whether it's Cordillera, find a nonprofit or an organization that you really can get behind. You see the creative work that they're doing. And I think with Cordillera, you touch so many different people, right? You're giving adults the opportunity to, you know, like you said, you know, let's just tap my foot into this. I don't know. I, I, I thought I liked independent films. Let me see. You know, you you expose them to different things through the Cordillera International Film Festival. You bring fun, exciting events on Friday nights for movies in the park throughout Art Town. And then that this idea that you have to bring kids and expose them to the filmmaking world, you tap into all these things. So I just encourage people 
to find a nonprofit that you believe in, that you see is fostering creativity or bringing good to the community and support them. And if you're someone who supports and enjoys the film industry, this is a great opportunity for you to support a nonprofit that's right here in Northern Nevada, fostering ideas, building a film community, and engaging with all ages. Like, that's the other thing. You're touching every single age through the Cordillera International Film Festival. Yeah, and the nonprofit elements of the Film Nevada Initiative and the Future Filmmakers Foundation do so much for the people and lives that they touch. It's, I'm super proud of it. And, you know, you you kind of briefly mentioned this earlier was the economic impact that you have with filmmaking. Filmmaking provides jobs It, it, it provide, and not just jobs in the film industry. You got to have caterers. You got to have places for people to stay. I think I read some crazy number, the, the, the show Yellowstone. Uh-huh. I think I read somewhere that it brought like $20 million to that town just in filming because you got to put people up and you got to rent houses and rent spaces and pay people, caterers and all these varying people. So you're bringing economic dollars into the town through filmmaking. It's another opportunity to help people in your community make money. Yeah, it's it's a it's a way to thrive. It, the film is like you said, it's the meals that you eat. It's the it's the Hallmark Christmas movie during the pandemic that uses a sleigh ride that may not be getting any customers during the COVID period. Um, and they and they executed it safely. So yeah, it opens the door for a lot of businesses and a lot of opportunities. Dry cleaners, uh, cleaning, production, painting companies, all of the things, electricians uh, that you don't you don't think of necessarily when you think of film. Right. You're renting vehicles. You're you're setting up hotel rooms. I mean, the list goes on and on. The economic impact that filmmaking brings to a community. Cordillera International Film Festival. It gets underway July 28th through August 1st. And if you want to be a part of it, please visit CIFFNV.org. There's several ways you can participate. Maybe you just want to go, take in all the movies, be a part of it. If you want to volunteer, if you want to learn more about the Pitch Fest and you want to be someone that's <laughs> pitching your ideas. So that you can get what hundred and seventy thousand dollars, hundred and seventy five thousand oh dollars prize package. It's so like a cool! Rental package, pr- post production, coloring. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, check out the website. You can learn all about the schedule for the twenty twenty two Cordillera International Film Festival. And also, thank you to the sponsors that make it all possible. I know Absolutely. you've got you know, Bill Pierce Motors. They are a big sponsor of yes, yours. Porsche Reno is is big for us. Galaxy at, at Outlets of Legends so important. And, and then, of course, all of the food sponsors. And uh, we have an official beer with Alibi. We have official wine with Ancient Peaks. Defy helps us put our big lounge, our big outdoor VIP lounge that we take over their entire terrace and turn it into this fabulous, bougie environment. So, yeah, incredible. And again, thanking the board, our chairman of the board, Peter Menzies Jr., and his wife, Denise, and their outreach, because he's so well-respected in the in the film community. Um, he's one of the best cinematographers of our generation. So, yeah, very, very lucky for all the support that we get. Emily Scow golden the executive director for the Cordillera International Film Festival. Again, it is underway July 28th through August 1st. Please explore, discover, dive in, volunteer, and head on over to the website again at CIFFNV.org. And you have been listening to In-Depth. Thank you for being along with us. And thank you to Emily Scow golden from the Cordillera International Film Festival. Thank you for listening to In-Depth. To have your nonprofit organization featured, please email psa at lotusradio.com. 